Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will review The Edge of Seventeen and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And we will rank the Harry Potter movies. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing? I am, as usual, <laughs> exhausted, <laughs> but fantastic, man. We live in life. Yeah, dude. Live in life, blessed another day of life, <laughs> but it's an exhausting day of life. I'm blessed. I'm can't, blessed. can't be happier. <laughs> um, I think that people, was not sarcasm, by the way, guys. But continue. I, I think people will be able to <laughs> notice right off the top your reaction time to our intro was a lot faster than usual, and that is because we are actually together in the same room for once. Yeah, <laughs> back it, instead of me going to Virginia, Carlos is back home in Florida. Yep, it, South Florida. It, out back in South Florida, it's it's an interesting dynamic to be back. We are going to have a crazy week because I'm like, all right, we're seeing all of these movies that we are that I'm not getting in Virginia. Um, totally messed up my schedule for this week, but it's fine. Hey. It's fine. Got to do what town. you got to do. He's in town visiting. Oh, so. it, if you think it's going to get any better for the rest of this year, it's, we're in Oscar season now. It is time to go. Oh, boy. <laughs> they have my whole little thing set up for how I watch my movies. And I'm like, all right, so this is when I get it. Okay, so. This <laughs> is going to be all effed up now, bro. No, I'm no, now I might have to switch up. Yeah. I have to switch up my um, schedules. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, like, it's. It's going to be crazy because now, especially we have two theaters now because Regal is finally stepping up their game. We have two theaters playing these smaller Oscar contender type movies. I'm just like, yes, we have options. <laughs> um, so I am definitely looking forward to how things play out this um, winter uh, break and all these different things. It'll, it'll be interesting, especially because it'll be even more crazy once Star Wars comes out. Jeez. Definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> We are starting to compile our top 10 list. We got all this craziness going on. It It is a crazy time of year for this podcast. But we are going to start with... And this is an... I don't know. This isn't an indie... Is, do, you think, do you think Edge of 17 is considered an indie movie? I don't know what the budget is. I don't, I don't think so. I need to see what the budget is. But it, it's kind of an indie... It's got an indie movie feel to an extent. Yeah. Um, but it is definitely a smaller movie, and I don't think it's going to be necessarily Oscar contender, but it's gotten a lot of buzz from just the marketing, and Rotten Tomatoes has a good score on it. It's It's been getting a lot of buzz. So, uh, what were your expectations going into this movie? Um, my expectations for this movie, I thought this was going to be more of a relatable movie for sort of the younger generation and mm-hmm. for people who are still in high school um still trying to find their path and everything and i did think it was going to be a lot more humorous 
just about how they sell <laughs> already, so already getting into it, Ozzy. Um, <laughs> no, but that, that's what my expectations yeah. were, you know, being humorous. Um, because they had a lot of trailers saying, best comedy of the year, most highly reviewed comedy. <laughs> no. But it, I, I don't even think, I think discussion. calling it a comedy was interest, an interesting marketing choice. I mean, it's definitely got comedic elements, and it's a coming-of-age story, and those are generally a little more comedic, but... A full-on comedy. This is not. No, it's not. I, I would. Com- I would consider more of like a dramatic movie. Yeah. In a sense, which which isn't bad. Oh, which no, isn't bad. No. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's start with our positives here, Ozzy. Um, I guess I'll start off the performances. I think we both will agree on this. The performances of this movie are. Pretty solid all the way around. Yeah, I think Haley Steinfeld, who oh, played Nadine, she did a fantastic Best job performance in the movie. Yeah, I think she did a fantastic job. Definitely deserves a pat on the back. I mean, she did amazing in this movie. Um, I want to see her more stuff, man. I haven't seen her in any... I haven't really seen her in anything else besides this, which shocks me. I feel like if I've heard her name before. If you're listening to this, don't get mad at me, okay? <laughs> but um, I think she did a great job in this movie. Um, I If she... I don't think she's going to get nominated. No. But I do think that, you know, I wouldn't be mad if she did, though. Um, I think, she, like I said, I think she did a fantastic job. And she she really holds this movie on her shoulders. And she, she leads it in a pretty good direction. She, apparently she was, oh, she was in Pitch Perfect 2. I've seen that movie, but I just don't remember her in it. Uh, she's like the, I think, isn't she like the main younger singer who... I, I can't. I'm pretty sure she's like a main. She character might. She might be because I forgot about that movie because it was not. <laughs> it wasn't as good as the first one. But, yeah. um, <laughs> that's a different. Yeah, Bob is going to be upset. He thinks the second one is more funny than the first one. I'm I didn't like, even see the first ridiculous. one. Really? I just saw the second one. And I oh was man, like, oh, the first boy. one is good. Um, yeah, I guess that's the only other thing I've seen her, and I feel like I've heard her name more often than that. But anyway, yeah, I agree. She is the best part of the movie. Her performance is um, just. Flat out brilliant, in my opinion. She has a great character arc throughout the movie, and you see every bit of it come across through her performance. Um, She starts off, like... And she basically, throughout the entire movie, she's very bitter about a lot of different things that's happened to her in her life, and bitter at a bunch of different people in her life. But there's also this kind of level of, like, she's... At the same, she's like, she's subconscious about herself and she doesn't have a lot of confidence, but at the same time, she thinks she's better than everybody. Yeah, I mean, so she, I, there's she a has really this, she interesting has, mix. Yeah, I mean, she has this wall built up yeah. around her, but I mean, she, there's weak points around it. And yeah. it's really, it's a really interesting, uh, prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you Woody think? Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Um, he, uh, th- this will kind of transition into my second positive as well. He was the funniest in this movie. <laughs> like, he was the funniest aspect of this movie. He, um, just his dynamic with Haley Steinfeld's character yeah. was really funny and really interesting. I, that was the best aspect of the movie in my, well, the best comedic aspect of the movie to me. Mm-hmm. What about you? What did you think of Harrelson? Um, I, I thought his, uh, I thought it was comedic with him being there and I didn't mind him being there. I thought he made the movie a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, did I have problems with the character that they wrote? Yeah, but I don't, but I think he played. Uh-huh. I think he played it well. I'm not. It's not. I don't think he did a bad job. I think he did a pretty good job. So you think it was more your issues with that character, or more with the writing than the performance? Yeah, that's ba- yeah. We're gonna get into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will get there definitely. Um, and then my final positive. I don't know. You probably have maybe a couple more. Maybe not. I don't know. But 
my final positive is the emotional moments. I do think a lot of them did work the more dramatic emotional moments, especially as the movie progresses. Early on, I was like, eh, like, it's really, it was kind of a stretch. I was like, would this person really react this way? But then as the movie progresses, I was really starting to buy into kind of the depth of the emotions of this movie. Um, and I did, for personal reasons, I really, really like this movie. This is a movie that, honestly, I could see making... We've had this discussion before about how we're going to do our double top ten list at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I could see this one making my top ten favorites, honestly. But it's not going to be on my best. So that'll kind of give you a hint as to where I'm going to score this movie, but it's not going to be anywhere near my top 10 best of the year. But honestly, for personal reasons, I really did like this movie and what it had to say. Okay. All right. That's not bad. I mean, what about you? Do you have any more positives? I think that most of them um, hit me more towards the end as well. I mean, there is a scene that happens with her and I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh boy. (laughs) So um, it was really good. Uh, Definitely. Definitely tugs at you at the strings of your heart mm-hmm. towards the end, which is really good. And I, th- I do think that it really does show, you know, people just trying to find out who they are and what they're mm-hmm. trying to do in, in high school and how everybody has different cliques and, and everything. So I do think that they illustrate that pretty well. And 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 they do reference a lot of uh, normal behaviors from teenagers and stuff like that because. We were just in high school, almost going on three years ago. So, um, definitely, definitely relatable, and de- they definitely uh, showed it well too. So, give them that as a um, positive. Yeah, I one one thing I like. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm really trying not to spoil anything here about what this movie ultimately does and the direction it takes. Um, but one thing I really did enjoy about this movie is the fact that throughout the entire movie, you're kind of like, man, why is everybody in her life just horrible? Like all these horrible people. Um, and that definitely kind of does play into it, but that will, we'll get there in our negatives a little bit, but towards the end, they do kind of flip the switch on you and you go, well, I guess I see how we're seeing all these people as horrible. We've been looking at it through just her eyes. And she sees them as horrible. So, of course, we're going to view them that way through that light. But maybe if we'd look at it from a different perspective, they're not that bad people. Uh-huh. And I really did enjoy that, um, especially towards the end. And that kind of goes to what I was saying about the different um, emotions in the end. Um, that's actually one of my negatives. negatives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's get to it. Um, she When she pointed out, like, all these people are bad logically and you and you know like i think you'd understand why mm-hmm. it's just because i i'm not trying to brag or anything but people come to me with for a lot of advice and they come <laughs> from me and they come to me asking like what do what like what do you like what should i do and they yeah. come to me either they ask for advice or humble brag <laughs> or sorry about that or they ask or they just ask me to listen so like when i listen i put myself in their shoes so i put myself in her shoes yeah and I'm seeing a lot of the stuff that's going on. I'm just like, it's really not that bad, though. Like, I don't understand why you're... I, I did... Is. Like, I mean, I did... Like, I understand from her point. I'm just like, but you can literally just... Like, there's no reason for it to be this bad, though. So, I mean, um, that was just a problem I had with it. It's just, I I lot... Like, I, I got thought about it throughout the whole entire movie. I'm just like, well, this didn't need to happen if you would have done this. Yeah, I so think... So, I looked at it from, like, a realistic... Hmm. Like, from, a, like, a realism... Which well, I'm not saying that she's not realistic or anything because yeah. I'm pretty sure that there pe- there's people out there that would react the way that she did, but I'm just like this could have been handled. A oh lot yeah, better. but nobody is 
handles things well in high school, number one. That's my first point. Yeah. And second point, we will get into this, I think, after the show, because I don't really don't want to spoil anything, because I do think people should go see this movie. Yeah. Um, but we're going to talk about it after, because I just think that if you really kind of put yourself in her shoes... You, you can see why she reacted the way she No, did. and I understand that 100%, and it's it's fine, but it's just, I'm just like, at the same time, just like... Yeah, I get what you're saying. You could have done this. Yeah, but it, ultimately, it is a coming-of-age story. Yeah, you have to come is, from which, something. Yeah, which is which is why, like, it's it's not something that I'm going to, enti- like, you know, definitely completely, hold, like, it completely down. Yeah. hold it down to, because, yeah. you know... This character does go through a lot of things, and this mm-hmm. is this. At the end of the day, this is a teenager trying to grow up and find herself. So oh, I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna completely hold it down for the mm-hmm. movie, but it, it is something logically. I was like, but this wouldn't have even happen. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. So um, I just I don't know. I thought it, I every time if it's like a story like that, I try to get both sides of the story. And, yeah, and that was that was like. But I we mean, do get that towards the end. I yeah, get what you're saying. Yeah, I get. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. talk about it more after the show. Um, Anyway, the my other negative here, or my negative, first negative, is kind of something I mentioned a little bit in the positives, but there, a lot of these characters are not necessarily likable. Like, there's a lot of characters where you're like, come on, like, oh man, you're just a douche. And towards the end, you kind of see it from their perspective, but at the same time, I'm just like, throughout the entire movie, I'm just like, there's not many actual likable people in this entire film. Um, even the main character, she's relatable, but she's not necessarily likable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because she kind of looks at the world and like, this is stupid. Like, she looks at everything like, this is stupid. And while that is relatable, it's not, it doesn't make her a likable person there. You're like, oh, I like you. I want to hang out with you. <laughs> you know? You're, it's not somebody you want to hang out with, but at the same time, you kind of recognize their position because how many of us has looked around at people and go, wow, people are idiots. <laughs> it's just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes sense. Um, and then, I think this is a negative we're going to agree on here. It is not nearly as humorous as it could have been. Um, there are a lot of moments that do not work, especially, like, um, with her, really? Like, there's a lot of, like, with the main character, there's a lot of moments where I'm just like, I don't know, it just seems like she's complaining about everything, and I think it's supposed to be funny, but it's not. You know? Yeah, I agreed there. What What did you think about the overall the humor? Like I said, man, I mean, this is where I'm going to dock points from. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is something I've been stressing since 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 we started the show. Yeah. If you're going to sell me on a movie and you're going to market it a freaking type of way, <laughs> stick to it. Don't lie to me. Yeah. God. I get it. <laughs> like, I get if, it. if it's going to be like a dramatic comedy, let me know if it's a dramatic comedy so I don't go in there expecting to be dying laughing. And when you tell me it's a comedy, you know what I mean? It's just, um, it's a straight out comedy. I'm just going to be, I'm expecting it. I'm expecting to laugh more. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I'm going to dock at points for that. Just I, for the I marketing, marketing team needs. The marketing this year has just been <laughs> horrible. And I'm not saying that the marketing for this movie was horrible. Oh, it wasn't. Um, I think, I think, I mean, it, it made me want to see the movie and, it, I'm not going to say that it yeah. flat out blatantly said that it was going to be like a comedy because it did show some dramatic points. Oh, yeah. And, the, and the, I actually did like the trailer. Mm-hmm. But it's just they need to get clearer. And this is not just a negative for the movie, but marketing team yeah. <laughs> just need to be clear on like their points and like what it's generally going to be. So yeah, that's it for that negative right there. <laughs> God. Um, one of my other negatives was probably the screenplay. Of yes. It, because... 
she was just to me the character was just sort of all over the place. Now I know you like and I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to my point here. Like I know we said that we we see her trying to find herself and that we see her growing and doing these things, but I just had a problem with um so I don't know. I I, I guess I just had a had a problem with how they wrote sort of the character. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds wrong. Because I just complimented her, <laughs> but I don't know. I just I, like I had I no it. problem with her acting whatsoever. Yeah. I had no problem with her acting. I think she did a phenomenal job. But I just had a problem with how they wrote her reactions and stuff. I mean, she's you know she's getting paid to act, and I think she did mm-hmm. a great job doing it. But I did have a problem with how they wrote the character. I, I don't have a problem with how they wrote the character. My more my issues more with kind of the script were. There were a lot of moments in this movie where it was really telegraphed. You knew exactly what was going to happen next. And we can say all we want that that's just because we've seen a bunch of movies like this. And if you want to hold that against the movie, then I get it. That's completely fine. Whatever. I don't think you necessarily can, but for me at least, but whatever. But for me, you just can't telegraph what you're going to do before it actually happens. Like There is a moment with her dad in this movie, where you knew exactly what was about yeah, to happen. Definitely. You knew exactly. As soon as, like, things start, just things start to happen a certain way, you're like, okay, so this is gonna happen, and then this is gonna happen, and you're just like, oh, th- uh, yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just moments like that where you're like, okay, yeah, here we go. And then with her best friend and something else that happens, you're just like, and, uh, yep, okay, he's here? Okay, so that's gonna happen. And, it happened. So that it was just moments like that where I'm like, it's a little paint by numbers. That's just, it is. I agree with you there as well. Um, so that's my more, more of my issues. But I think, like I said, there is good humor in this movie. It's not as much as necessarily I wanted there to be. And the dramatic and emotional moments really worked for me. And that's why I kind of... I'm saying this is a good movie that I would recommend. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not a it's not a bad movie. And it's, yeah, it's it's a pretty good movie. So I definitely recommend it to sort of the younger audience and even even adults. Really, uh, it's rated R. That's one issue. I don't think it's going to make as much money as necessarily they need because yeah, it's mean, rated R. Yeah, but I do think I do think that people should see it. I mean, at least people who are in high school that are 17 oh, yeah. and older. Those of you <laughs> well, who see, seen, honestly, it's not even that bad. I think. People can it see really it. Isn't that bad. No, it's just it's they just say the F word. That's, that's it. Um, no... Anyway, don't let's... get excited, okay? <laughs> no one's no one's taking off the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so but um, I do think that I do think that you guys should definitely check it out. Right. Um, so, Ozzy, what's your rating for this movie? My rating for this movie is seven point five. Oh, okay. Wow, I am surprised. I was not expecting for you to be higher than me. Um, you're just barely higher than me. We're in the same range. I'm at a 7.2. 7.2? So, yeah, we're, we're in the same yeah. range here. So, anyway, uh, that was our review for The Edge of 17. Good movie. I would definitely say go see it. It's got a lot of great moments. Um, well, it's got a lot of great emotional moments. Yeah, I mean, it just tug at your so, heart. It just yeah. tug at your heart, so... Check it out. Um, now, let's also kind of move in to um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. This is the newest installment in the Harry Potter franchise. It is technically a prequel, um, and it is about the character of Newt Scamander, played by Eddie Redmayne. And were you looking forward to this movie? What did you think of the marketing? What, what were your kind of thoughts going into it? 
I was so in love with the marketing of this movie. Really? Yes. Um, I was not. I really like the marketing of this movie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> just because... I don't know, man. Just because... And I think I told you this when we watched the trailer for it. Just when... Just seeing everything happen again mm-hmm. with, like, the magic and stuff. And yep. they were just, like, saying, like, J.K. Rowling introduce, reintroduces you back into the magical realm. I was like, dang, man. We haven't been here in a minute. Like, I miss this. <laughs> Um, I remember when Harry Potter ended, I was like, oh, wow, man. like, what is, what are, what are the a great theater- franchise. I know, I'm just like, what is the theaters going to be like without him coming <laughs> out anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah. But now, now we're back into this magical world, I'm excited, you know, like mm-hmm. we have, and I was excited when we got the confirmation that there's going to be five of these movies, I'm just like, what? So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. And I know was- you were definitely excited when they announced a bit that Johnny Depp was going to be oh, cast yeah, in the I'm sequels. Oh, yeah, like... Yeah, come on, man. bring them on! I was excited. Man. Yeah. I was, I was, I, like this, like these. This has been one of the most highly anticipated movies for me of the year. Wow. Just because it's Harry Potter, and it's one of the either you either. I mean, there are going to be some people who say this is the best franchise of all time, but this is arguably one of the best oh, franchises yeah, of definitely. all time. And I don't think there's a bad movie in the bunch, honestly. Yeah, there really isn't. Um, I think they're all pretty good. I mean, they're either good or fantastic at yeah. this point. No pun intended. But um. <laughs> I think you know. I was really, I was really pumped for this movie. Yeah, really pumped. I mean, and the cast is amazing. Oh yeah, um, you got Eddie Redmayne in the movie who Oscar winner, Oscar winning, <laughs> Oscar winning actor, and I think he does. And I'm just gonna jump to the positive right Go here. For it. He did fantastic in this movie. I really, oh, definitely. I need to stop using that word, but <laughs> he did. He did a really great job in this movie. I really liked him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Eddie Redmayne to me was the best part of the film. He. Um, you could see that his talent there, and you're just like, dang. We have not had, like, don't get me wrong. Emma Watson, great actress. Daniel Radcliffe, great actor. Um, we've had great actors in this movie, right? Yeah. Or in these fran- in this franchise. Definitely. Um, it, but Dan, or, not Dan, I don't, Eddie Redmayne is freaking great. He is great. And you could see it in this movie. He completely sold me on this character. He was very endearing. Um, and he elevated every relationship in the movie. Like, every time he spoke to somebody, you cared more about the relationship. Not necessarily because it was well-written, which it was written pretty well, all the relationships in the movie, for the most part. But because Eddie Redmayne is so good, you're just like, I'm all in. <laughs> I am in on these characters and their dynamic just because of Eddie Redmayne's talent. He is very good in this movie. Definitely, definitely. I also like Dan Fogler in this movie. I thought he did a really good job. Was he the uh, he muggle? Was, yeah, he was a muggle. Or the nomad, I guess is yeah. what they're called. Um, yeah, I agree. He was really I thought good. He was, I thought he was great. He had great comedic timing. He had, I loved it so much. Um, also, Colin Farrell. I really liked him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Really liked him in this movie. He just took the spotlight every time really? he came. I mean, at least in my perspective. Like, I was, I was interested to see more of him I'm upset that we didn't get a little bit more of him because yeah. I, th- I do think that he did a great job in this movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think you give me this face, mm. <laughs> give me no, this face. I, I liked him I just did, I thought he wasn't like amazing like he didn't knock my socks on but he was really good yeah I think he did a fan I think um, I stopped t- using the word fantastic now people are gonna notice it um, now that you keep saying it anyway one thing I will say, and this is kind of going off what you're saying with the rest of the cast, is the way they set up all the characters. I think this movie will be to this franchise, to this new franchise, what the Sorcerer's Stone was to the original franchise, right? 
it's a great setup. It gets you into the world. It's a great setup for the characters. It sets up all, all these relationships and all these potential storylines really, really well. Does it have some flaws with its own story? Yes. That's what most people would say about Sorcerer's Stone as well. And I do think that that's the same thing can be said about this movie, but you cannot deny that this movie set up its characters extremely well, extremely well. Um, Really, like like you said, with um, his nomad friend, I cannot remember these characters' names, um, with Eddie Redmayne's character, with the two girls in the movie, uh, they were all set up really well. I'm all really, or I'm really interested to see how these characters develop through these movies. I am very interested to see how even uh, Newt kind of weaves throughout this story because I think this story is going a certain way and I don't get how his character is going to be very intricate intro integrally I, I don't know what i'm saying i don't think i don't get how he's going to be so involved so i'm really interested to see how it moves forward um but did you like how they set up all the characters and the setup in this movie um yeah i did um i mean i had just a few issues but i mean other than that yeah. I mean, it was it was a pretty good setup for the relationships yeah and everything to come i do hope that koal Kowalski, mm-hmm. played by Dan Folger. Yeah. Um, I do hope that he stays in the franchise. Oh, he will. There's no way that he does. He that. was definitely one of the positives in this yeah. movie. Um, I, I loved his character. He was mm-hmm. he was so relatable, so fantastic. Yeah. But um, uh, and also kind of going, in, it's kind of characters, but I don't know. Like the all the beasts, all the Fantastic Beasts, like the actual creatures, yeah. were really entertaining <laughs> for the most part. Like I mean, yes, it's very CG, and that might bother some people. It's fine. The CG is not bad in this movie. I don't think. Yeah, I think that I think there was actually um I yeah think it worked really well. With yeah, the movie. it did. And for for the style and the tone of the movie, worked really well. Um. But the creatures themselves, like, I really enjoyed them. I thought they were all pretty endearing. I thought their di- their dynamic and relationship with Newt was worked really well. And even with all the new characters. It's just, to me, the, the creatures were another great aspect of this movie. Definitely agree. Um, my final positive here is something I already kind of mentioned before. And this is something that can be said about the entire Harry Potter franchise. It's just such an immersive world. You you turn on this movie, you go in, sit down in the theater, and as soon as you start the movie, as soon as you hear that music, right, you're in. And they just do a great job in these films, and this a lot of this can go back to J.K. Rowling and the world that she originally built in the novels, but it just sucks you right in, and you're just, you feel like you're there. It's just so saturated with personality and characters it's just so good i really enjoyed being back in this world yeah i mean definitely the cinematography in this movie was great Mm -hmm. the soundtrack come on the soundtrack you know it's gonna be you know it's gonna be awesome um and just the world that they're really um just the setting and the year Mm -hmm. um i thought they did that really well just seeing the time and everything i think they respected that timeline really well and i do think just Submerging yourself back into that that timeline was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So I liked how they set it up, and, oh, and definitely. definitely the set was beautiful. So um, I loved it. I yeah. really did love it. Um, all right, you want to move into negatives? Let's move into the negatives. Okay, I am really interested to see your negatives. You want to start with negatives? Okay. Um, I had a bit of problem with the pacing in this movie. Okay. Okay. I thought it. I thought it started off a little too slow. 
at some points. I could see that. So, because I wanted it to sort of pick up just a little mm-hmm. bit. I think if they went a little bit faster, I think things would have gotten. I think th- I think things would have been better. But I thought it was just sort of slow in the beginning. To, you know. Okay. So that uh, was one of my. Negatives. I think that's fair. I I didn't no- necessarily notice it. I I thought it was paced decently well. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was like, oh my gosh, this movie was paced excellently. Like, <laughs> it wasn't. But it, it's, I get what you're saying. Um, I will also, and this kind of is another direction thing, uh, the tone. I thought the tone was a little all over the place at times. Like, there were times when, good lord, it was dark. Um, <laughs> like, I was like, there's a mother beating her kid. I'm just like, what the frick? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and it was just really dark at times, but then at the same time, like, there was a lot of, there was a lot of comedy in this movie. There's a lot of humor. So I was just like, it's kind of throwing me off a little bit how we're jumping back and forth to, like, really dark from, like, it's, to me, that was a little bit of an issue for me. It was a little jarring at times. Um, and then also, and this is my biggest negative here, and this kind of encompasses a few things. And let me say this. J.K. Rowling is brilliant. She is. There's no way that this franchise is as popular as it is if anybody else had written it. She is absolutely brilliant. But this was her first screenplay. Period. And you could tell. There were a lot of issues with the way this movie was structured. The way the kind of the two storylines. There's two distinct storylines. And yes, they do kind of weave together at the end. But it does not weave together smoothly in my opinion. Um, you fe- they feel very distinct. They feel very separate um, throughout most of the movie. And in my opinion, one of them didn't even work as well as it could have. And a lot of that was a little bit of direction things and even performance things. I thought Ezra Miller was really wasted in this movie. Um, but to me, the way it was written with these two different storylines and how they kind of weave together and then also the background story was not put together very well. Um and there was a huge, like, exposition dump at the beginning with the newspapers, and, and that wasn't necessarily smooth, and that's more of a direction thing anyway. But to me, the writing, it was an issue in this movie, and you could tell. And this is no offense to J.K. Rowling, because just said, she's brilliant. But I think they probably should have gotten someone a little more experienced to at least help out with the script. Um... I understand where you're coming from. I, I do think that it was it was good for her. It was good for her first time. And it's not something that, that it's going to hold the movie back for me 100%. Well, for me, it is. It's um, my biggest negative for the Yeah, movie. I mean, I think I think the movie was... I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was horrible. Oh, no. Um, no. Yeah, I thought she did pretty good. I mean, for first, first good play, I mean, I think she did... But, but what did you so, think about Ezra Miller's storyline? That whole storyline with the uh, people who are anti-magic, all those kind of things, like... Uh, to me, that was uh, another issue I had with the writing. Very, like, very heavy-handed kind of political commentary there. Um, and these movies have always been kind pretty political, like, with different things that they're trying to say. Um, it got really political in Deathly Hollows Part 1 um, with some of the things, some of the kind of Nazi analogs that they made there. Um, but, I don't know, to me, this one kind of really hit me with some of the political analogies there. But what did you think of that whole storyline? I thought it could have been done better. Um, I I do think it could have been done better, executed better. Yes. I I sort of had an issue with Ezra Miller's performance. Yeah. It just felt... 
That's really weird. Like, he, he, he was just a weird character. Like, we're, we're supposed to feel bad for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was more creeped to... out by him than feeling yeah, bad for him. Yeah, I, I felt bad <laughs> for him. I thing. felt bad for him probably in like two out of like two out of the like ten scenes. <laughs> just because yeah. I'm just like I'm just like I like I pat you back and I bring you there and I just yeah. I wouldn't see you again. I mean, no, I, mean, I just thought he was he was creepy. Yeah, I man, he was creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just felt bad. Like, we're supposed to feel bad for him, but yeah. you don't. You just want to say, I'm not messing with you. I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll see you. To me, um, it's a bigger... It, like, I, I do agree. The performance was just strange. But to me, there's a bigger issue there with the way that entire story I, was laid I out. Do, I do have... Yes. Bringing it, bringing it in... Um, Bringing it in and tying it all together, I do felt I do feel like it was kind of forced in the yeah. end, and it just sort of came out of nowhere. Really, yeah, I was just like, what, "What the what?" Because um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it just comes. It just comes randomly, and and I don't know. It was okay. Bringing in the con now. Bringing in the concept of people. You, like muggles being aware of magic. Yeah. I do like that concept and mm-hmm. I was interested to see it, but I just don't think it was executed that well. Yeah. I had issues with it. Um, one is just, um, why, I, if they were going to introduce this, I feel like it should have been introduced in the Harry Potter franchise, yeah. to be honest with you. Just cause they're a little handcuffed by what we know is going to happen. Yeah. Because, yeah. I get what you're saying. Because when something 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 happens in the movie, I'm just like, okay, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, it's not gonna. It doesn't but, matter. Because yeah. it's not there. And like I know that nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. so, I know exactly what you're saying. So I don't know. Like I feel yeah. that if they were gonna introduce this, it should have been done in the Harry, in the Harry Potter franchise. I know they were dealing with Voldemort and all that, but it would have been interesting to at least like bring it in. Yeah. Now, now that that idea has been planted in my mind, there are rumors of now that I know I'm sidetracking here, but there are rumors of of bringing in uh, more Harry Potter movies in the future. Yeah. But now that'd be interesting to bring in. I'd be like, all right, so like we can see that there. But I, I don't know, bringing it bringing it to this era, I'm not sure. I, it just I don't know. It didn't really work that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, man, do you have any more negatives? Um, like again, the relationships and how they set up, I don't know, just, it just seems sort of random. There's one that is, yeah. Yeah, One really worked for me, the, the relationship that, um. Kowalski was? Yes. Yes. That works works really well. Yeah. But but the other one, that kind of opposite of that relationship, yeah. Yeah. It did not work very well. It just felt really random. I didn't hate it. Like, I wasn't like, this is really stupid, but. Yeah, I mean, you, you you buy the relationship. You do buy the relationship, but it's just the way that they're introduced with one another. It's like, ah! Come on now. <laughs> um, so again, I mean, it was. I mean, you the way it's set up is weird and awkward at, at first, but you end up do you you do end up going along with it. And yeah. It's, it, they because both of the actors did great together, so mm-hmm. great chemistry. And, and how Newt gets sucked into it again. I just to me the the script is really kind of weak, but. Uh, again, I can't really hold it. It is her first script. Like it's, it's hard to hold I it against I'm it. I'm like, I'm not gonna. 
how Newt gets brought into it, I'm not going to be totally yeah. like, against right. it. Because I do think it made sense when they were talking about it. So I was like, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I'm not mad about it. Because I wasn't... I wasn't thinking about like, oh, this is so random. Like, how the, like, how the hell did you get even a part of this? Yeah, but, I, um, but how he gets further into it, like how she's like, all right, we will do this. I'm just like, but why would you do that? Why would you not just take him here? Like, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Like, why are you gonna? Why would you take him here when you could take him here? It's hard without spoiling it, but it, it, there were a lot of random things from just like this. I, I don't know if this quite makes sense, but I, I didn't hate it, you know. So, it's interesting, it's interesting. Do you have any more negatives, or do you want to rate this movie? Yeah, let's rate this movie. What do you rate it? Alright, I am at a 7 out of 10. 10 out of 10? Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. I do think it's good. And I don't think... It continues Harry Potter's streak of not making... This Harry Potter franchise of not making a bad movie. I do think this is a good movie. I just think... If you, like... I don't, we're not going to include this in our ranking of the Harry Potter franchise, of the original Harry Potter franchise... But to me, it would be towards the lower end of that. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because I don't think, like I said, there is not a bad movie in the bunch. So, it's a good movie. I'm going to give it a... I'm right above you, actually. Around okay. like a 7.1. Just barely. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> 7. 7.1. Seven, seven. <laughs> You're going to up me one. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's not that bad. Not that bad. Yeah. Right. Definitely. All right. At least we're kind of on the same page there. Now, before we get to... We didn't even announce, like, our... Um, uh, TV recaps because we're still going to do a little version of that. We're both kind of behind on TV, and there are a couple things taking a break this week, so we'll get a little bit into our TV recaps. But before we do that, let's do what we had kind of teased at the top or said at the top. Let's do our rankings of the Harry Potter movies. Like we said, the like the number eight spot is not like that's not a detriment at all. Like we're not saying anything necessarily bad about it. It's a good even the last one in the movies we would both consider good, right? Yeah. Even the worst one is good. So it, it's crazy that this franchise is that consistent and that good. Um, but but let's kind of get into it here. Do you want to start with your number eight, or do you want me to start? I want you to start. All right. My number eight is, this is the first one that I came out of the, I remember coming out of the theater after seeing this and going, eh, that was fine. Like, I didn't, I didn't love it. And that, that was even, like, a while ago. And that is Order of the Phoenix. Order of the, wow, really? Yeah, I'm not, I like that movie. I just was not a big fan of it. I did not like, um, it's, I don't know. To me, the Dolores Umbridge, that stuff, like, I was just really frustrated with that story more than anything. Like, I was just like, this is so dumb. Because the thing, the problem is, we we had seen Goblet of Fire at that point. We saw Goblet of Fire. We know exactly what happened. There's no mystery to it. <laughs> the, like, there's no, oh, maybe Voldemort is back. Maybe he isn't. We knew he was back. Oh, by the way, spoilers for, the, for these movies, if you haven't seen the Harry Potter franchise. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Just had to throw sorry, that out there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, we know Voldemort's back, right? So, to me, it was just more annoying than anything when she when she's just sitting around going, we don't know what happened. Like, we're, this is, like, and she's blaming Dumbledore for everything that's happening. She's saying maybe Harry killed. Like, it's like, we know what happened. So, to me, it was more frustrating than anything. And I get it. I get that we're supposed to be frustrated. We're supposed to hate Dolores Umbridge. Um, and I do like a lot of aspects of that movie. I love the training stuff when Harry's finally kind of embracing his leadership role and training everybody. But 
Um, yeah, that, those are my thoughts on Word of the Phoenix. What's your number eight? Um, my number eight would have to be Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Okay. Just the first one. That's fair. Um, I haven't, se- I haven't seen it in a while, to be honest with you, but <laughs> I just remember, I just remembered, you know, it brought me into the magical world and it was, it was a good movie, mm-hmm. but the more, the more over time where the sequels came out, I just remember I started loving one better than the other and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to say this was a great, it was a good, it was a good introduction, but it, it's just the, the, the follow-ups to me were just, were just better. Yeah, and I I'm really hopeful that that's what we end up saying about Fantastic Beasts. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah, it was good, but it's just the introduction, and, and it, it gets progressively better. I hope that's what we end up saying. Anyway, my number seven is Prisoner of Azkaban, and I know the internet and critics especially love this movie. This is a lot of people's favorite, so people are not going to be happy with me. But Prisoner of Askman is my number seven. Sorry. I just... Yes, direction-wise, cinematography-wise, this is one of the best shot um, in the franchise. It's one of the best shot. I would probably say that there's another that's a better shot. But anyway, it's one (laughs) of the best shot. It's one of the best paced and directed. But to me, the story is just kind of weak. I think they rushed through a lot of the serious black stuff. Um, a lot of that relationship stuff towards the end. Like I said, there are a lot of cool elements with um, the Quidditch scene and the Dementors. We get introduced to a lot of really cool elements with the Dementors, with Hermione's time-turner thing. That was a really cool sequence. Um, so I do like a lot of things about this movie. I'm going to be saying that about a lot of these movies. But to me, the story, the overall plot of the movie is just a little too weak for me. Okay. Um, my number seven is the Half Blood Prince. Wow, we are see. This is what I love about ranking the Harry <laughs> Potter movies is everybody has a different list, and it's nobody saying nobody's willing to say anything too bad about any of these movies because they're all good. But I love it. Go, go for it. Um, the reason why it's on my number seven list is just because I feel that compared to the other Harry Potter movies, this one's arguably the least exciting one. The least. It's not very action packed. I'll give yeah, you that, and it's. It's gritty in the third act, but it's not gritty throughout the movie, um, which is what I have a problem with. It's just, you know, it's sort of, it's sort of just like watching like a magical high school movie. I mean, I mean, and it's fun. I mean, it's fun. I mean, you're with your favorite characters. It's more of a coming of age movie. Yeah, and and it's fine. But, you know, going into Harry Potter movie, when you have the Order of the Phoenix, when you just, when you have the Goblet of Fire, Prisoner of Azkaban, and... Um, you know, Harry Potter and Chamber, Chamber of Secrets. I mean, these are all exciting movies, and you're trying to figure something out, and it's fun. This one was just like a teenage teenager kind of mm-hmm. just like you're just gonna chill in this movie, man. Just gonna chill. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, which isn't bad, but it was. Um, it was. That's why it's. That's what. That's why it's number seven. Now I do love. The last, I would say, thirty minutes of this movie, because mm-hmm. I think that oh, definitely that was. Really I think everyone good. can agree on that. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, that's why yeah. it's on my number seven. I'll, I'll get to Half Blood Prince when they when we hit it on my list, but okay. yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. It's one of my more underrated. I think it's one of my more underrated movies. But like I said, everybody has a different list for these. It's crazy. <laughs> um, my number six is Deathly Hollows Part One. 
Okay. Um, to me, it is definitely by far the slowest of the film of the entire series. Definitely, and that's not necessarily—it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's something that has to be noted and something that everybody notes when they say it. There's—I've literally heard someone to refer to it as Harry Potter, and they walk around the woods a lot. <laughs> like, and I think that's a fair criticism of the movie. They do walk around the woods a lot, but the thing is, that's how this story is. Like. It's almost, you're trying, you're supposed to feel desperate. You're supposed to feel like kind of lost and can, and just directionless. That's the point of that movie because you can see the frustration building throughout these characters. Ron is building um, frustration partially because of the Horcrux, partially because um, just he doesn't know what the, what they're doing out there. He thought that they would like, Harry even says it. He's like, what did you think? We were going to be out killing Horcruxes every other day. Like, it's going to be harder than that. And they are, it's, it's a movie about them realizing that. And that does make it a little slow. And that's where kind of the frustration is for a lot of people. And I get that. And that's why it's kind of lower on my list. But like I said, I think it does its job pretty well overall. And I do, I heard an interesting theory about, you know, how Ron and everybody kind of gets really irritable when they have the Horcrux around their neck? Yeah. I have an interesting theory for you. What is it? What? You know how the Dursleys are horrible to Harry, right? Yeah. And major spoiler for the franchise, but whatever. Harry is a Horcrux, right? Mm-hmm. They were living with a Horcrux for 11 years. The Dursleys. So maybe that's why they were horrible to him. Because they were li- literally living with a Horcrux for 11 years nonstop. So maybe they weren't horrible people. I'm sure they were bad already, but maybe it made them worse. So maybe they're not as horrible as we thought they were. I could see that. It was just a thought to throw out there. I I heard that and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. But I mean, Harry and Hermione weren't, not Harry and Hermione. Yeah, but they weren't living with him for years upon end. Like they had breaks in between. Like, yeah, but they're still surrounded by him. I know. But they weren't, like, sleeping next to him, you know? Ron was. <laughs> oh, Ron was. I, that's fair. I, I do think there's problem, but it's just an interesting theory. Yeah, it's an interesting just, theory. Just for sure. Just gonna inject that in there. All right, what is your number six? Is that what we're on? Um, my number six is going to yeah, be... Uh, I'm going to agree with you here. Harry Potter and the Three Hours Part 1. All right. That's, <laughs> you have any additional thoughts on it? I, I think it's I think it's a great story and definitely a great build up to the final movie. Oh, definitely, definitely some great build up and it's um, necessary. I think it was. I hate when they do this because I do it all the time now. But I do think it was necessary to break the movie up into two yes. parts. Um, break the book into two parts. Uh, I, I just thought it was a great build up. I'm not going to mm. say that about Mocking Jay or Twilight oh. or anything because oh. Mocking Jay was was. Ridiculous. It did not need to be two movies. No, it was. I read the books. It was a. It was just supposed to be one, (laughs) one cliffhanger, and it was really good. I don't know why they did it twice. It was a cliffhanger, then a cliffhanger, then the finale. No. Um. Anyways, but I do think that that first part was definitely necessary. Mm -hmm. I do like the character growth that these characters go through because. You you do see Ron and Harry fighting, you know what I mean? And this is like, they're like brothers at this point. So seeing them argue with each other and building character and really um, starting, 
they start to doubt each other, you know, because of the Horcrux. And I do think that's a different, that's like a very interesting oh, yeah. um, path to take with these characters. It's it's definitely like, it's kind of like they're in like a solid, like in a solitary confinement room yeah. with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. And we, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the ending of that movie. R.I.P. Dobby. God, that was one of the most emotional scenes. Oh, that's horrible. Ever. God. Um, anyway. Thomas Friel. <laughs> Always a Friel. Anyway, let's move on to my number five is Sorcerer's Stone. I do think, to me, this movie, it just what it was able to accomplish by just introducing you to this world. Like I said, even in our... Um, Fantastic Beast review. It definitely has issues with how it kind of weaves the story into its introduction of the world and the characters. But you have to give this movie props for just the way it was able to introduce you to these characters and make you fall in love with them from the second that you meet them. And not only that, but get immersed into this world and completely buy in. There was no, oh, that's weird. Like, it was just you were, you're in this world and boom, you're right there. You're like, wow, this is awesome. This is amazing. It's just so mesmerizing the first time you see it. That's why this movie has always hold, held a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yes, the CGI is dated, but you can't hold the CGI against it. Um, I heard somebody say that. I was like, it, so what? The CGI is dated in Star Wars. You're going to say something about like That's the dumbest argument for older movies. It's like, oh, the bad CGI. So what? It's ridiculous. It, they were doing what they could for the time. Um, but anyway, I, I really did like this movie. I think it's underappreciated because of what it was able to do. Like, if this movie fails, we don't get the rest of the franchise. That's a lot of pressure for this movie. And yeah. I think that it succeeds for what it had to do. I think I, I agree with that. I agree with that. All right. What's your number five? My number five is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay. Um, the reason why I do like that movie is because we find out... Towards the ending, spoiler alert, Sirius is um, Harry Potter's godfather. And I really like that because it's it's really us. It's For us as people, he finally has family. <laughs> finally. And you just, you feel happy for him. And he's no longer, he feels so alone in this world. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he, he feels like he has no family left. Um, but, you know, seeing him be related to... Um, serious and stuff like that. I, I I felt really happy for him, and I was like, I'm really happy for you, man. So, I I'm, that's why it's in, that's why it has a special place in my heart personally, just because you're seeing him reunite with family he didn't even know existed. Um, so I thought it was nice, and also res- like establishing that relationship between Sirius and Harry mm-hmm. Potter, I, th- I liked it, and the chemistry that they have towards the end is, is really good. So, yeah, I I, I, I do think uh, they do develop that relationship. Decently well. I do think it's rushed at times, but I said that in my piece. <laughs> anyway, my number four. Hmm, are you ready for this, Ozzy? Let's do it. Haplo Prince. I I really do like that movie. To me, I completely get what you're saying. This is the movie. This is the movie that suffered the most from them cutting stuff out of the book. Because, and I'm not a book person when it comes to movies and things like that. I'm like, it doesn't matter if they change things as long as they stick to the story and it makes sense. Like, or as long as it all makes sense and it works on screen, who cares what they cut out of the book? But there are honestly things in this movie that just, they just happen. And you're like, I feel like there was more in there that 
probably explains what just happened. Because there were moments where you're just like, what the frick just happened? <laughs> and they don't explain it whatsoever. Like, they show up at like, this cave or whatever where um, Voldemort is hidden one of his horcruxes. And literally no explanation as to how Dumbledore found this cave. And I'm just like, I think there was more to it as to why he, how he found this cave and what's been going on. Nothing. And also, <laughs> the um, the name of this movie is The Half-Blood Prince. It's just, it's one of the most anticlimactic reveals of all time. It's just like, I am the Half-Blood Prince. And you're just like, so? Like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> so I definitely, like I said, I definitely do see the weaknesses in this movie. But to me, like you were saying, in like you kind of mentioned in your piece, the characters and this is the funniest of the movies definitely, it is definitely. oh my gosh it is funny the characters their relationship it is a coming of age kind of movie it is um just so interesting and the they do develop the relationship between harry and dumbledore really well so that it pays off in the end when dumbledore does die it's a and like you said that last freaking 30 minutes is great um and I love what they do with Malfoy in this movie as well, with his kind of development. And you see that he is honestly just afraid. Like, to me, yes, you can make the argument that he is going fully bad in this movie, but he is not going confidently bad. Like, he is still a scared little kid, and that's all he is, honestly. But anyway, what is your number four? My number four is Harry Potter... And the sorcerers. I mean, not in the sorcerers. The <laughs> Sorry, you distracted him for a little the bit. Chamber of Secrets. This was a really nice sequel. That's my it. number three as well. Yeah, this is a really, <laughs> this is a really nice sequel. Um, really nice sequel. Wait, is my number four? Or number three? It's your number four. Yeah. Okay. All right. But right. it's my number three, so okay. we can talk right. about it all at once. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. It's my number four. This is your number Sorry, three. Okay. We're a little distracted here. Um. Okay. So. This is just a great sequel. This is a great follow-up. Um, this is what really kind of got me more indulged in uh, in the world. I mean, we find out why mm-hmm. no one knows how to talk to snakes. We find out that there are horcruxes out there, but we don't know how many yet in this movie, but we do realize that there are horcruxes in this movie. Um, we see our first wizard fight. Mm-hmm. Between um, Harry and Malfoy. Yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> And I don't know. It was just a great. It was a great, great follow up. A great sequel. Um, action in this movie was really good. Actually, yeah. for like kids doing things, I'm like wow, like you're doing pretty good. So, and this and people CGI, always and the CGI at the yeah. time was really well, yeah. Yeah. really well. Um, people always argue that Prisoner of Azkaban is when the series got dark. I would contend that this movie was pretty freaking dark. Kids were getting petrified. They talked about a kid getting killed by this thing. Like, this is a pretty dark movie, honestly. Definitely. Um, it, it's, I really did like this movie, and that's why it's my number three. So now we are right back to you for your number three, Ozzy. <laughs> my number three is Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Okay. Go for it, man. All right. The reason why this is my number five is because... Three. I mean, three. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Gosh. So, it's late on that, guys. <laughs> Anyways, um, the reason why it's my number three is because we're getting off at a, in a really dark place for Harry. Harry just found out that his parents' killer is out on the loose. And not only did he, is, is that happening, <clears throat> he saw a friend of his die right in front of him. And now he's going through all this stuff. Which again, it's frustrating to us because we know it's true, and that's yeah. what we're supposed to. We're supposed to feel frustrated as well, just as Harry does, because he's out there, but no one believes him. 
Mm-hmm. And he's, so he's dealing with so much stuff. And this is when Harry has, I'd say, depression, in a sense, where he's mm-hmm. going through that. And he's going through his, honestly, some arguably one of the toughest trials in his life. And, and that weird mind thing with Voldemort going into his mind and things like that. Yeah, I mean, that was... Yeah. I really like that scene, to be honest with you. Because yeah. I was... I think Daniel Radcliffe did a fantastic job I do agree. In, in that scene. And seeing Voldemort and Dumbledore go at it. Ooh, that was a great scene. Gosh, I do agree. Gosh, that was, I wish we, honestly, I wish we would have gone that in Deathly Hollows Cause I think, I think those two going at it was so cool. I was like, what? I'll talk you out to the show. Cause I think we're going to get a pretty epic battle in these Fantastic Beasts. Movies. I mean, I hope we do because we, just, we will. I know because, we will. Actually. Um, no, because this Dumbledore going at it with Voldemort. I mean, you got the greatest dark wizard of all time in that series. And then you have. Dumbledore, arguably the best wizard of all time. It's so cool seeing those two go up against each other. Um, definitely have have you know they have a have a great amount of respect for each other. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so cool and and you definitely see their relationship um, yeah. go up, you know in the sixth movie, of course. So um, I thought that cool. I just I can't go, I can't get over that fight. I'm gonna probably gonna watch it tonight on YouTube. Like, what? But, um, anyway. All right, yeah. my number two. We'll go to that. Is Deathly Hollows Part Two? Okay, that's my number one. So. All, right, all right, let's just talk about it then. Uh, Deathly Hollows Part Two is just so action packed. Like it is. It is the payoff for the entire series. It is the antith- It is the anti number one. Right? Yes. The number one is the, it sets up everything, right? And it, you can feel like you can appreciate that, right? Number two, or the Deathly Hollows part two is the payoff for the entire series. It is so well done. Um, you get every emotional payoff. You get every action payoff that you ever wanted with this huge epic battle. And the action in this movie is fantastic. Best CGI in the franchise. Um, it's, incredibly acted um i do have an issue and this is what kind of bumps it down to number um number two is i don't think that the last battle with voldemort and harry was done necessarily well i didn't love it i i liked it i didn't love it yeah Um, that's that's one of the problems i have with it is just um i think in the book everybody's watching the fight i think um, and he also doesn't disintegrate in the book. Just saying, like yeah, he, he like a body. Yeah, and I was like, and to me, like, and again, I'm not this person. Trust me. <laughs> but to me, in the book, like, this is just, I'm not comparing. Them. I'm just saying that this is what happens in the book. In the book, he his dead body is laying on the ground after the battle, right? Mm-hmm. And I was so nervous reading it. I was like, is it, like I was afraid because Harry even like walks up to him. I think and I'm just like. Is, is he gonna move? Like it was just so nerve wracking in that moment. I was like, "Is he really dead?" And they kind of took that away when he just kind of disintegrated. Again, not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing, but I didn't love it how it happened. Yeah, and I also that's I just wish that they would have been more action instead of them just literally sitting there with beams, just <laughs> yeah. like, ah! <laughs> um, like I said. I mean the what the fifth one was able to do with Dumbledore and Voldemort. I thought I thought it, it could have been yeah. either bumped down just a tad bit, yeah. or or matched or yeah. matched because I just think it was 
that that final fight scene should have been a huge yeah, epic thing. I agree. But, but um, the entire scene, like the entire movie really is a huge fight scene, so that's why you can't hold it back too much because yeah. of that. I think what I love about this movie is the intensity mm-hmm. and the grittiness. Um, what I loved about this movie, which is why it's my number one, first of all, Snape. Snape oh, this whole entire time, he has been a good guy. Just Alan Rickman in this franchise. Good Lord. He is so good. Like he, and he gets all the acting payoff in this he movie. has the biggest character twist, arguably of all time, I think. Mm-hmm. Arguably of all time. Just because we see him as this mean teacher. And then he turns up being this douchebag who kills Dumbledore. Only to find out that he was in love with Harry's mom. He actually loved Harry. Mm-hmm. And... I think one of his last words to Harry was, or his arguably, or, or I think actually his last words to Harry was, "You have your mom's eyes." Yeah, I was like, "Damn, <laughs> God, <laughs> yeah, tears yeah. back back up." <laughs> it's, and it's so, so great because we hear that throughout the entire franchise. So yeah, yeah. so I think it's so just just that and it makes it such a great emotional mm-hmm. movie. So. All right, real quickly, let's kind of move on to our number, my number one, your number two. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Um, to me, this is by far... Like, I think this is the best movie in the entire franchise. I think it's arguably the most oh, fun. So good. Arguably the most fun movie of the franchise. Yeah, definitely. Uh, with the entire games thing, like that whole dynamic. And then, to me, the, the last freaking 10, 15 minutes of this movie is so freaking good. When Voldemort comes back, that scene was so well executed. You finally see him, that payoff, because you've been hearing about him for three movies now. Four, really. Because you hear about him for most of this fourth movie. And then you finally get the payoff of, oh my gosh, there he is. And (laughs) you are on, like, they did so well with his makeup, with the CGI on him. Um, It just works really well. And then that battle with Harry, with his parents coming out, um, with the weird wand thing, which they never explained. But anyway, that's another issue. But (laughs) it's just, they never explained that. Um, It just happens. And Dumbledore's like, wait, what? I don't know how that happened, how that can happen. And we're just like, I don't know how that can happen. Literally, that's our explanation. Who knows? Um, Anyway. But that that's great. Um, Mad-Eye, the introduction of him, but it not really being Mad-Eye, that was a weird thing, and I've always had questions about that, but another thing. Um, <laughs> you can't you can't just go off and compliment somebody and be like, I had a discussion, I had an issue with that. But anyway, <laughs> I know, I know what you're saying, but I get it. <laughs> I, I, I do really love this movie, so. It was, I think, it, like I said, I think it was the funnest funnest <laughs> one of the most fun yeah there you go <laughs> anyways one of the most fun movies of the franchise yeah um and that dragon scene with harry potter oh, it's so great so good <laughs> so good oh god i loved it but that is our list yep of the definitely. harry potter franchise all right real quick let's do we don't have much time here so let's just do a, like a one minute thought on Flash and Arrow this week. Just uh, this is the only TV we're going to talk about. One minute thought. Go Ozzy. Spoilers. Flash was okay. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. What about Arrow? I mean, it was okay, man. It wasn't that great. Um, I like there. I like that now because I didn't. I didn't want this to be like a whole season thing with with Killer Frost. I really yeah. didn't. I okay. was like, right, I wanted to get it over with because I hate how CW drags everything yeah. onto the last minute. So I liked the fact that they addressed it. I am excited for the next episode of that. So. Yeah, but I do think it was just generally just an okay episode. It wasn't anything like, oh my gosh. The thing that I had a problem with this episode was when she was just like, well, why don't you tell us about our old lives? 
Like, I, yeah, I, I literally, I was like, you told him not to. I, I, I think I even yelled at the TV. I was like, you told him not to. And then they literally said, like, Barry even says, like, you guys didn't want me to. And I was like, thank you, Barry. Don't accept this. Um, but anyway. Because honestly, it's not me. All right, what about Arrow? Arrow. I thought it was a good episode. Yeah. I'm really liking Arrow this season. Besides that one episode... Where they went back to the stupidity. I, I do have issues with arrows. Um, Diggle being back with the clear the room. Uh, I'm I'm, ta- I'm not happy that clear the room is back. But anyway, the <laughs> like he always says that just saying clear the room, uh, yes. clear the room and then everybody clears the room. And what they I have don't a like personal about this, conversation. What whatever. I don't like about this new dynamic of the team, yeah. is now Arrow and Diggle feel like the MVPs now. And I'm just like, then what the hell is the point of having a team? Because this is stupid. Yeah. Um. That's that's the only problem that I have with Diggle being back. Honestly. Yeah. I don't have a problem with this character at all. I think I think having him back on the team is awesome. I just don't like what they're doing with his character because oh. it's just clear the room. Yeah. Why <laughs> we're a team? Hello. Yeah. Why can we talk? It's <laughs> strange. Um. Do you like Do you like the twist with it did with Artemis? Uh, yes, kind of. I, I'm, I'm interested. Artemis is never a character, like, when she came back, I was just like, wait, like, I had to remember who she was. She was never somebody who stuck out in my mind. Um, so, I, I, I'm interested. Like, I do really like this season so far, and, but the thing is, like, I've, I'm still guarding myself because I said <laughs> the same thing last season, and then, good lord, it fell apart. Um, liberating you, mommy. Jeez, it it really <laughs> fell apart. So I'm still protecting myself. I'm not like I'm not posting anything on social media. I'm not being like I'm back in on Arrow because I it's probably gonna let me down again. To be honest, <laughs> it just is. Um, Flash. I am happy that we're finally moving along with this alchemy stuff. I'm happy that it's not uh who's behind the mask mask thing. Uh, it probably will still be, but who knows? <laughs> I'm happy that we're not going in that direction at least right now. Um I'm really he, interested with the Killer Frost thing. He's he's the god of speed, right? Uh, alchemy is the guy who is giving other people powers and now we have the guy the god of speed quote unquote. Who he could still be somebody behind a mask? Who knows? I don't know, but I'm, I'm definitely interested in those things. All right, let's move on to our recommendations, Ozzy. Real quick, what you got? I, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna recommend an anime. Okay. Um, oh, which is interesting. Um, my recommendation is Attack on Titan for you anime lovers who are gonna call me basic. <laughs> Relax. Um, anime. This this anime has it's a pretty dark anime, and it's about these giants basically consuming people. They're called titans, and they're consuming people in Asia. Actually, not in Asia, in somewhere in Europe. And they these people have to get special training to to beat them. And it's it's a it's a great story. It's really gritty. Um, I told I recommended it to Carlos. It's a great story. One of the it's on Netflix. It's one of it's a really good popular anime. We've been waiting for season two forever, um, but it's a great anime, and I do think that people for those of you who aren't into anime that are interested in getting into anime, watch this anime because that anime made me want to get into anime. So it's a great recommendation for those. I'd say it's a great recommendation for those of you who aren't into anime who are interested in really jumping into the anime uh, fan wagon. 
All right. Yeah, cool. Uh, it, it might be one that I start with if I do decide to get myself into all that craziness. I feel like it's just such a such an intimidating world to try to dive into anime. Jeez. Um, all right, my recommendation is um, this movie. I was hoping that Edge of Seventeen was going to be this for this year. It didn't turn out to be as good um, because this was like in my top five of last year. Um, me and Earl and the Dying Girl. I think I might have recommended it on the podcast before. We really need to find somebody to keep track of all this because it's, <laughs> I feel like I keep recommending things over and over again. I don't care. Me and Earl and the Dying Girl is one of the best films of last year. It is a coming-of-age story. It is a comedy-slash-drama. It is just... It's brilliant. Honestly, it captures just this really... It's an it's a fun story, but it's also like it's in the title. It's about a dying girl, so it's also you know it's gonna be sad. Um it's just it's really well done. It's well acted, it's one of the best written sh- movies of last year. Um I absolutely love this movie. Like I said, it was in my top ten of last year. It was brilliant. Okay. So highly recommend it. Check it out, find it wherever. Highly recommend it. Alright. Let's get to social media, man. Where can people find you? All right, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook. No, Instagram. Jeez, I'm great all over the place right now. <laughs> at Cherry456. You can also find us, the Screenfellas team, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Cherry456. And make sure you do that because we have a lot of crazy stuff going on. And also, the YouTube channel. We're going to have... A pretty interesting video coming out pretty soon. Um, so definitely keep your eye on the YouTube channel. Definitely. Definitely. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy, a.k.a. Winkmaster. And, <laughs> and you can follow me on Instagram at Ozzy Cray. And also, if you guys have any questions, any topics that you want us to talk about, um, email me at Ozzy.Castro at ScreenFellas.com. Now, I'm going to make a quick um, recommendation here. First of all, like I just said, if you guys are into anime or anything like that, first of all, download this app called Anime Amino. It's it's a, it's a great app if you want to just talk to people who know anime and and all that. And again, like if you want to get into anime, uh, check out a few blogs here. People actually write some pretty interesting stuff on animes here. So definitely... Um, Definitely check that out. Now, my friend actually has a blog here, and his name is... I'm probably going to butcher the crap out of this name, but <laughs> um, his name on on this blog is... On this app is Lord A... That's, I'm just going to spell it A-O-I. So definitely check him out. He has some great stuff here. Um, I'm going to give him a shout out because he's been promoting us, so definitely check his stuff out. He has writes great stuff. Um, he's a really funny guy, so definitely check out his blogs. Has some great anime stuff for you anime lovers. So definitely. awesome, um, guys! We hope you enjoy the show. Please feel free to rate us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Like I said, like Carlos has said plenty of times, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have some great stuff there. Um, so definitely check it out, guys. This is Screen Fellas. Peace.